0: 25 minutes it is uh, before 9 p.m. Under the microscope this evening, uh, we place uh, the uh, win and the victory there by uh, the uh, South African rugby team, and uh, more importantly, what it means for our society. I think a lot of people, naively so, have, uh, you know, I guess wanted to mix up the victory and the work that led to that particular victory in this wave of unity or in this wave of a, supposed united front uh, and even you know uh, i guess uh, you know capturing it in what i think is a very intellectually bankrupt movement of this hashtag i'm staying now i think that's nonsense i I mean i think that particular movement and for many of those who uh, really genuinely believe that uh, some among us have a uh, plan b as if we were to uh, pack up and uh, go elsewhere well i'm not only plan b maybe my plan b is there in kenya embo but i don't have a plan b Uh, And that being said, I think uh, it's an opportune moment for us to reflect on more importantly what this win means for our unfinished task of building a socially cohesive society. And you can already see this in how different views and opinions welcomed the victory of uh, the Springboks and the role played in uh, that victory and uh, subsequent, or I should say, uh, uh, preceding victories that led us to that final by many of the uh, Springboks of colour in that team, uh, led by an African captain and uh, with a wide array of African and black players in that team who are certainly uh, you know central to the fortunes and the successes of that team. I mean, no one can say, uh, you know, those were token players. Many of those players were crucial to our victory. I mean, I think of a player like Cheslin Colby, one of the smallest players on the field, biggest heart on the field, massive effort on defence, and no one can say that you know he was just a placeholder there; that he was really just warming uh, that particular jersey for another, maybe white player, uh, who was more deserving of it. I think we've moved beyond that particular debate. Um, but more importantly, I think it's important for us to also square up and have some proper groundings with our own people, who uh, are also raising all manner of issues, saying, "Yeah, ma poropoko, of one. zafumanumshaba well." And I say this again. Let nobody tell you that uh, uh, that particular victory is not for us. It's not for us, especially as the African people. Let nobody tell us that. Um, And uh, if those uh, do tell us that, then uh, they do so from a very historic vantage point because uh, we know that uh, certainly in the public life of black and African people in this country that the sport of rugby, has loomed large on that horizon. Um, and uh, I'm not going to entertain the debates around tribalism and uh, So that being said, uh, I want us to reflect and uh, take this opportunity to take stock of this victory, to celebrate it, but to not do so naively uh, and to think that with a magic wand of Madiba magic uh, that it's going to change our fortunes. It certainly won't. But I think it's a perfect opportunity for us to reflect and say, much like umangazole mapimpi ebevele cholo mngukanyu lukanyu amebevele zuelicha. Will we have a Springbok evelangapa New bright? Much like Soli Chibi Liga did, the late Soli Chibi Liga. Or even the deputy, uh, the assistant coach of the Springboks, Mtembu, Mzwandi Lestik. What What does it take for us to ensure that a place like New Bright in eblawa it doesn't surprise us that we have excellence in sport, in society, in business, coming from places like that. And I think that's the conversation I want to have this evening. And joining me to have this conversation is a lecturer at the Nelson Mandela University, Ongamam Timka, and uh, certainly someone who would be very familiar with uh, many of these uh, debates around the cohesion of our society, and more importantly, I guess, uh, some of the debates on transformation in the world of sport and uh, across all areas of our public life. Mdakam Timka, good evening to you and welcome once again to Metro FM Talk. I, I mean, I want us maybe to start um, with the game itself and, and that moment that that uh, represented. Um, I think, you know, no one can dare doubt, if you look even at the coverage in the United Kingdom of the game that was played and across the entire world, there's a recognition that, you know, the Springboks 1 were a better team on Saturday, but they also were a much hungrier team. It was a sense that mm. you know it wasn't oh. just about the game of rugby and you know about the thirty people that were playing on that field, but uh, there was something much bigger to this particular game.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Aya. Uh, uh, so my best moment in the game was the defense. So I'm not a rugby mm. person. let's mm. excuse mm. my lay turn.
0: Sure, sure.
1: <laughs> was the defense of the only prospect of a try uh, By England, for the yeah. English. Yeah. Right to our try line, if that's what it's called in rugby, uh, where no matter which side uh, the English came from, and 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 I mean they had advanced a lot, many yards to get to our try line, mm. and just the boys uh, couldn't allow them to 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 have a try. Somebody diving and 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 someone being there blocking the ball so that it doesn't. Get, you know put across our life mm. it was really 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 uh, I, in fact that time i actually had tears. and 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 for me it was uh, and the, the i can't find any other english word for it uh, a moment when i realized it was this church
0: really. mm. mm-hmm. uh, but but yeah. i mean if we take now 80 minutes done and for me, yeah. I think we are still dealing with much of the reaction. I mean, we, we haven't concluded the reactions uh, from this particular moment, right? Yeah. Um, but the first set of reactions for me was polarized, I guess, as political views are across the political spectrum here in South Africa. On the one hand, there was there was this particular view that said this is probably the best thing since sliced bread. It is a unifying moment for our country. Let's revel in it. Um, it's uh, has the seeds of a socially cohesive South Africa and this very, I guess, utopic idea, right? Mm. Then on the other side, you had a view that said, well, this sport is, is symbolic of Afrikaner Dom. It's symbolic of, uh, you know, a very Basque-up kind of kramter attitude. And, and even us winning in the fashion that we did serves to delay the much-needed issues of economic and social justice that we continue to face and affront here in South Africa. What do you make of these two views? And more importantly, what, what do they tell us about, you know, how the same group of South Africans would be watching the same game and uh, would maybe take, I guess, different perspectives from it?
1: Sure. Uh, the indisputable truth is that you had a group coming from an idea uh, called uh, South Africa, uh, you, you know, winning a World Cup, and to the extent that they represented uh, the the ideal of the nation, uh, that's one thing you cannot dispute. And 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 if everybody who identifies themselves as South African was cheering them on, they were doing so in their diversity. And to that extent, then. You can make a conclusion that it was a moment where the majority of people would have united behind the Springboks, mm. and it's a rare occurrence uh, to happen in South Africa because more often than not, we are divided.
2: Mm. But
1: people were questioning the gist of uh, our nationhood, and now the, the the limitations here are not unique to a rugby team. Mm. If you look at all the instruments of nation-building, be they a national anthem, uh, a flag, um, 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 the borders, the ID—in uh, fact, the more real one is the ID copies that we all hold—but mm. we, we hold. everything else is an idea, and it's always contested isn't our national anthem uh, contested since, uh, you know, uh, for a long time it's contested. Must you have to stand there? Must you not? So so we, we cannot treat... Attitudes about sport, national sports teams as instruments of nation building, differently from how, how other symbols are, are treated. I mean, uh, the idea of which flag is the right one is still contested now mm. by some sections of uh, the Afrikaner right-wing community. Still, uh, you know, uh, paying homage or, or wanting to hoist the the old flag. So, nothing about nationhood is never contested because nationhood itself is, is a contested idea. Oh, yeah. It's only in countries like Europe where you find that those countries were allowed to build their nationhood out of conflicts and all of those things, and uh, their creation of the nation was an outcome of those wars rather oh. than countries where uh, nationhood was first. Imposed as an ideal, and then society needed to follow through, sure, like us so. in South Africa, whether it be in the imposition of the border in the colonial period, or since 1994 in the imposition of the idea of rainbowism. Mm. So, 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 my my conclusion uh, I, uh, on on these things is that we must always look at them from a general systems uh, perspective, sure. which says it's not the constitutive parts uh, which m- work by themselves. Mm. It's rather the emergent phenomenon when you take every part, constitutive sure, part sure. and it is added together and the outcome is greater. And than
0: and, the and I want stuff. us, and I want us, Ongama, to, to also look at, I guess, the rugby system through that system's perspective yeah, that yeah, you proposed, yeah. right? Because I would argue Uh, having looked at it and maybe as someone who at some point in their lives you know actively played the sport Um, Mm. one of the big concerns that I have sitting here is that yes we might at the apex level of the sport on a global stage might be world champions but if you look Mm. at our rugby system right from that young star who plays as a seven year old um, you know in curtain raises for the under nines or whatever right through to you know the club rugby that we know is played every weekend in our communities it's quite clear that it's a broken system. Um, you know, it, 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 it mirrors much of the other inequalities that we see or the dualism that we see in South Africa, right? I mean, if you take dualism right through from land holdings to so the agricultural sector to even spatial organization in South Africa, townships, cities, you see the same thing in, in rugby. Um, have yeah. we failed um, and have we accounted for the failure uh, to really implement what we call development in sport across the board, across our society, not only just in rugby? Because I'm sitting here saying, you know, uh, we celebrate a Siakolisi uh, Opemezuete, and you know, it's not the iron is not lost on us that uh, you know, if you look at the conditions of zwite, just of life, let alone sport. I mean, it's a yeah. miracle that that Siakolisi makes it out of that kind of environment. Indeed. Um, so, so Indeed. are we having that conversation while we celebrate? We must.
1: And I don't think we should lose our patience Mm. uh, 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 on on people who are critical, uh, even as they raise their criticism at a time when we feel it's distasteful. Because sometimes the best time to have these conversations is when they hit the most. Because generally... Well, society that tends to not listen until somebody precipitates a crisis. Mm. So, if a time when we are all having fun is the time that family members use to raise the thorny issues that divide us, so be it. Uh, mm. Because it is only when we confront those realities that we actually uh, uh, ensure that we create a more, a more, a more, a more, a more, a more inclusive spaces. Indeed, uh, you know, you, you will find. But had there been development uh, enough in uh, in in the areas that Omap Omap Omapmp and uh, Osiyano um, come from, mm. there would
0: be more of them. Sure, sure.
1: Uh, you know, uh, so so we are failing in that regard. And where for me there are potential, there's there's, there's narrow scope uh, for 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 government to do something which would be more meaningful. And by the way, not just government, but also the private sector. Which would be more meaningful, uh, even if limited, isn't in the schools themselves. Uh, they, our government, I think, has failed to leverage on the power that communities have been able to build over time to ensure that uh, you know those those communities which had been succeeding. Leverage uh, that success even more,
2: Uh,
1: and uh, while also new government and private sector would venture into areas where uh, they are virgin terrain. So it's important. uh, There's a a development uh, model based on asset on assets and appreciation appreciation, which says if you go to communities, find what works there and leverage it, and find mechanisms in which you help it to thrive. So uh, clearly, Am, Mapimbi, Kolisi, come from communities which have figured something out.
2: Huh.
1: Never mind the fact that they go on uh, to, to, some of them go on to be in the, in, 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 in the Quantile 5 schools where, wow. you know, they get the greater resources. But the communities that produce them to, 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 to be given a chance. Uh, it means that something they're getting right. Yes. So even if those communities were to be prioritised with greater development, uh, it it wouldn't seem it wouldn't be the same as ignoring, uh, you know, these communities completely.
0: Mm-hmm. And and I guess Ongama, if if we are to extrapolate some of the insights that emerge from this particular conversation around this victory to South African society in general, I mean, it, uh, I would think that it raises the same questions around. Where do we allocate the resources? And more importantly, uh, uh, how do we begin to give practical effect to this idea, which is probably not as popular now as it was maybe in the 1990s, of national reconstruction? I I think, you know, Landos Ashkelwiteta in the 90s, a reconstruction and development program. In many ways, we've thought, you know, once RDP left, that we had finished with the task of reconstructing our society and and developing it um, from you know, a society that was a crime against humanity now to a society that should affirm humanity. Um, And and many people would say we've spectacularly failed in the last decade or so to give, or even over the last, say, two decades, I would argue, or a quarter of a century, to give practical meaning and effect to this idea of reconstruction and developing our society.
1: Sure. And for me, I think it starts with values. Mm. Um, We... You see, part of what, or part of the destruction made by apartheid, was to reinforce an idea that uh, certain cultures were inferior, and uh, there was no value to be derived, which could help us thrive as a people. Mm. And I think, for me, it, 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 the starting point should be there, uh, where, for example, the, the the communitarian values that are there. Uh, in 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 our heritage and in our in our cultural heritage, are, 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 are enabled because you see for me the greatest failure of the moment in 1994 was failure to 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 uh, you know stimulate a nationwide uh, reconstruction and development, but also a consolidation process. Mm. Whose centre was the citizen? Sure. We transition from an elite compromise, and mm. it should not have been left there. There should have been a thoroughgoing uh, process where those who are privileged, both historically white and their emerging black mm. middle-class uh, counterparts, are made to realise uh, what role they have in ensuring that there's greater the the, the, the greater work of uh, creating an inclusive society is
2: done. Mm. Mm. So,
1: for example. Uh, if, if if every citizen who is wealthy and relatively more privileged understood the national imperative, you wouldn't see uh, this phenomenon, for example, of street children sure. at, at in, in the extreme. Or uh, people who would rather buy a second Ferrari as opposed to uh, paying school fees for 10 uh, or 20 uh, kids.
2: Mm. Uh, if
1: they can buy it after having done that, then that's fine. But we uh, bred a culture of crash materialism
2: uh, uh, that's
1: uh, inwardly focused and self-centered, in a way that actually uh, 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 makes the failures at a public sector level to be even more painful, because uh-huh. we are a society that just doesn't care, yeah, yeah. and we are not leveraging the fact that we come from a society that teaches it takes a village to uh-huh. raise a child. Uh-huh. So, so, and and, and there when I am. That's where, for me, I find uh, the, the, the biggest problem. Because, you see, politics of protest and, mm. and, and, and sounding radical have got a, an intoxicating thing in them. And they are, they are, they are, they are, they are <laughs> satisfying when we speak them mm. because they absolve us of responsibility in our, and, 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 and focus a lot more on structures. And oppre- oppressive structures and systems, which are, which take longer to fight against. But when you acknowledge that there's a personal responsibility to be taken, in the same fashion that Steve Biko was advancing with the Black People's uh, uh, Program, so. mm. while working on an ideology of consciousness which is grand in its nature, but there was practical things which were being done, and and in fact pointing to what are the practical things that you can do as a person, such as, for example, buy from the trader who sells by the street, as opposed. So there's a lot of things we must do at a personal level. Mm. And we don't like those things because uh, some person is going to say, no, we are trivializing the issues. Mm. We must first deal with uh, a grand oppression and systemic exclusion. While we pursue those, uh, for me, we must also show how we are making our changes. That's why I was Mm. so happy when I saw uh, advocate Dalimbo share a a cup in which uh oh, PMP was perform, was mm. was performed. Mm. Because that to me is healing. That's more important to me and give uh, it makes me respect sure. him more than uh, howling in parliament and and criticizing every effort that's mm. being done in this country.
0: Sadia I want us to take a look at something else here which I think you know emerges from this issue you're raising around value systems. Um, I think if, if you look at how we've approached development in sports uh, in South Africa, uh, the idea has always been, and you, you know, you, you, I, I guess this was more pronounced in the game of cricket than maybe in, in the game of rugby, where you take <coughs> young people from a Zlali, you or know, you take young people from a Lokshin, uh, much like in the case of Makai Dean, for instance, you place him at a Dale college, And in many ways, that becomes the stepping stone to his success. Similarly, with the zuite, and you place him at Gray High School, and that becomes the path uh, in which, I guess, he makes it there. And I think, for me, the example of Magazole Mapimbi and the example of Dalimbof that you mentioned earlier on um, is is a reflection of how we've failed, even in our own, I guess, aspirational framework, right? Um, To say, look, because all of these resources and uh, all of this money has been developed uh, in the white community that success must only look like what has happened there, Um, uh, which is an outcome of exploitative practice, if I can put it like that. Um, How important is it for us to also, I guess, recalibrate aspirational sort of framework or aspirational lens here to, to say, look, you know, success in our context must not only look like you know, first world white success. It can look yes. by way of value system fundamentally different and fundamentally familiar and very African in nature.
1: Yeah, it is important because if you talk about uh, restoring dignity to a people, that's a very crucial part. And, and also... Um, I think we, 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 to some degree in soccer, I think with natural talent and a lot of those things, sure. the pathway of a a a a a, a black uh, a sports person doesn't have to go via a, a white, a historically white institution. Yes. you know, in order for one to 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 make it, but here's one last part I want to bring in uh, as I answer this question. You know, in a slightly more nuanced sure, way. Sure. I, is that is is it's social capital.
2: Mm.
1: You uh, and fortunately you are an economics man, so you understand value chains and markets. Definitely. Uh that so if we if we uh, rugby by its nature so to me, it looks like its political economy is is deeply entrenched in uh, you know African talk. Definitely
2: Definitely. You will correct
1: me as Definitely. a man who's who's played in the space. Definitely. Uh, it, it it seems to be deeply entrenched in that, such that the social cap, capital
0: uh more than talent
1: or, or or over and above talent, so that players can come from there to go and play for Blue
0: Bulls. Mm, indeed, my brother, and uh, I like the point you made there about the political economy uh, of the game, because even those Blue Bulls are owned. Uh, by one uh, Johan Rupert and uh, might be in the near future owned in a partnership with uh, yeah, so uh, interesting even commercial issues that arise there but thank you so much uh, for your reflections on this particular issue we wanted to maybe take a look at it from a different lens uh, and i think the team at marawa sports worldwide tomorrow and the room dividers with Ukatieni, they will be able uh, to touch on uh, some of the other more sport related issues the year to tina was to look at the political economy of it really appreciate your time Ungabam timka. Uh, the uh, a lecturer there at the Nelson Mandela University speaking to us under the microscope on this Monday. Four months ago, FNB asked the country to support the Springboks in Japan by sending their words of greatness to the team to keep them inspired and motivated throughout the course of the tournament. Now, South Africa got behind our boys. Thousands of messages poured in from across the country which were shared with the box in Japan. Each word meant more to the team than you'll ever know proving that hard work and sincere words really can change the game well done to our glorious Springboks, who will return to south africa's three-time world champions whatsapp your congratula- congratulatory messages to the team on 06152 BOKA 06152 BOKA, and fnb will share it with them words of greatness campaign was brought to you by fnb a proud partner of the Springboks. fnb a division of the first rand bank limited and ladies and gents, that's where we're going to have to leave it for this evening. We're back with you again tomorrow between uh, half past seven and nine p.m. I leave you with a man with the music Sentlers with you from nine to midnight. You have yourself a great evening. Take strength, Maafrika. Nangwoku, sisai banga. Le ekonomi.